Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Slash score. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. What he does, he makes it look so easy. You know, he dropped 21 boards, and everybody talking about he can't jump. And he's, you know, he's out there battling everybody. He's physically strong. 30 points. People say he doesn't want to doesn't want to score. He gives you 32. I uh, mean, then grand 10 assists. It's just he just makes the game look easy throughout the game. And like I said, it's just free throwing. His touch, his creativity, his no look passes, uh, his IQ. Um, I can go down the line. He's he's uh, a special player. Special, special player. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been an easy Friday show. We just got an hour left. It's pretty nice. The weekend will be here before you know it, as we'll have uh, plenty of things to discuss and have been discussing as the show has gone on. But it's going to be a beautiful weekend, and a lot of people are going to have some some plans. The summertime feels like it's officially here with uh, Razorback Baseball uh, having their season come to an end in the regionals and turning the page and heading into next week. So let's go ahead and talk about all things Razorback Baseball as we go and welcome in Peyton Stovall. Peyton Stovall leads off the fifth inning. Stovall swings and drives the first pitch to deep right center. There it goes. Peyton Stovall out of here. Pitch to Stovall, hammer to deep right field. Stovall's at a two-run homer. Wow. Where did he get all of that? Peyton Stovall on Out of Bounds is presented by A-State Construction in Sheridan. Building new homes in Central Arkansas for the past 18 years. See their new home builds on Facebook at A-State Construction, LLC. Let's go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in our guy, Peyton Stovall. And Peyton, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. I know you just had surgery here recently, but how's the recovery and everything going, man? How you feeling? Guys, um, not not the greatest. Um, I ended up staying uh, pretty late last night. Wasn't able to really sleep. Um, couldn't really get comfortable because the way I got to sleep with how the surgery is, you got to um, like it's like more like you gotta stay in a recliner and sit upright with pillows behind you. So it's really tough to go to sleep. So I was kind of up until around five last night, um, and then this morning I woke up at like eight and uh, took some medicine, and, and I've been sleeping for you know probably the past four or five hours um, just to catch up on that sleep because I actually um, was able to kind of get the pain down, so I was able to, to sleep a little bit. But um, but it's been, it was it was successful surgery. Um, you know I just appreciate Dr. Meister and his staff and. Um, you know, it's it it always a little bit of relief knowing that after the surgery that it went, it, everything went as planned and it went good. So, um, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now, and I'm uh, I'm back home right now, and um, you know, already kind of doing a little bit of some rehab things. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to this process. Peyton, do- I was just going to say, Peyton, you know, you could have just said you could have needed the weekend off, man. Like we could we could have <laughs> we could have just talked to you at a later time, man. Sounds like you've even needing some sleep, been in some pain, and everything. Now we feel bad for having you on, man. I'm sure there's rather things you'd rather do than be talking with us on the radio. No, man, no, man. I'm I'm all good. Um, you know, commitment to commitment, and, and I love doing this with y'all, and so um, I want to continue to do this this week. Peyton, do you have an idea of um, how long you're going to be at home, or are you still kind of figuring that out as you as you go on the road to recovery? Yeah, I'm probably. So the doctor said that um, uh, you know I can drive when whenever is like comfortable for me, and so um, you know I'm not really sure when that is, but. 
All is positive. I'll probably be back up in Fayetteville within the next week, um, late next week, just to uh, go ahead and let's um, start this rehab process with Corey, our, our trainer, and um, you know we have a schedule. And um, so yeah, so I'll probably be home for the next week or so, and I'm going to try to head back up there to, to start this uh, recovery. So do you know what that rehab process is going to look like? I mean, obviously, you once you get back into the swing of things and you can actually start uh, moving around a little bit more, I'm sure there'll be some exercise. But like at this point in time, though, when uh, just so recent off the surgery, like what's some of the, the steps and the processes that are going to be happening for that rehab process? Yeah, so I'll be in a sling for the next four weeks. And then, um, you know, once I come out of bed, then I've I got to do some exercises to get my full range of motion back. And then we'll progress, progress to a... Uh, <clears throat> progress to um, starting to be able to like do things with my right arm as far as like pushing a ball like not necessarily throwing a ball but like pushing a ball and, and just doing stuff with my right arm and then um, you know then that progresses obviously in a couple months probably three to four months and I'm starting to throw and hit and then around right around like the five or six month mark um, I'll start actually kind of really throwing it being on the throwing program uh, being able to swing a lot more and so um, that's kind of what it looks like now. Um, you know, I'm just trying to take it one day at a time. And, um, you know, I'll, like I said, I already have some rehab stuff going on right now. Uh, just some shoulder shrugs, um, some forearm stuff, which is uh, just stuff around it. So that helps. Um, but, um, yeah, it's going to be a long process. And like I said, I'm looking forward to it. So when we talked to you before, Peyton, we knew that you were having surgery at some point but didn't necessarily have the date nailed down. When did that throughout the process when did that happen where you learned this is exactly when you were going to have the surgery done yeah i think i learned um about two weeks ago or um it was when we were pretty much it was the night before we played um texas a&m and in that game that we lost in the semifinals um i knew that it was going to be um this one this past wednesday but um you know it that's kind of when i finally heard the date of when i was going to get surgery i was super excited just because i'm ready to just um, go out there and, and you know the earlier I've surgery the quicker I can come back and get back on that field so um, I was super relieved to be able to hear the last surgery and um, we finally got a, a date on the surgery Speaking with Peyton Stovall Razorback second baseman here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline thanks to A-State Construction now, Payne, I'm sure that uh, not only uh, going through surgery, you knew that was going to happen, but I'm sure you'd rather be uh, getting excited and getting ready for a super regional happening in Fayetteville. But uh, unfortunately for the team, uh, came to an end uh, against TCU this past weekend in Fayetteville. I know you weren't out on the field, but still being a leader of this team and still being out there very vocal, just kind of what, what, what take us through the whole process of the weekend, what you saw, and uh, also uh, maybe some of the things that stood out to you from uh, all those games this past weekend in Fayetteville. Yeah, I thought, um, you know, we came in and played a really solid game the first game. Um, Santa Clara was a really, really good team. Um, you know, I thought our regional was um, super tough and uh, it was very challenging. And um, we knew that TCU was hot coming in. And, you know, we, we watched that Arizona TCU game. And so we knew we had our hands full. And, um, you know, when they kind of, it was kind of a, kind of a, I don't know how to say it, um, you know, like just the breath was taken out of us when, um, you know, they, they hit Hagan like they did in the first couple innings. And, um, you know, but credit to them, they have a really good coach. Coach Sarlis is a really, um, really good coach and knows what he's doing. And they have a lot of really good players on our team. And so, um, you know, they're super hot. And you run into guys like that. That's what kind of we did last year as a two seed um, when we made our, rando, our run to Omaha as we were that two seed that um, got super hot. But, um, you know, credit to them. They played great um, throughout the whole weekend. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they, uh, they go to Omaha. Payton, also, um, you have some teammates that are going to go through the draft process here soon, and it's going to be interesting to see where those guys end up getting drafted and how that plays into whether they go to MLB or they return to Arkansas. And there'll be a lot to shake out with this roster over the next few weeks once the MLB draft comes about. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, there's going to be some guys that are – we're going to get hit pretty hard to draft, I and mean, then you'll see some guys that also going to come back. But ultimately, um, you know, as much as I would want to see some of these guys come back and play another year, I want them to, I want them to do whatever's best for their career and their future. And if that means go, that means stay. Um, you know, I'm going to be super proud and super happy for them no matter what. And so, um, you know, the name of the game is, you know, in baseball. You want to, you want to play in the professional baseball one day. And you know, if the time's right for um, these guys that are going into the draft and going through this draft process, that 
you know, they feel like this is best for them, but then by all means, and um, that's what I want them to do. So I just want, um, you know, each person to, to take in both, um, you know, the, the pros and cons of both. And, um, you know, just, just really focus on um, how how is it going to affect their career and their future um, in a good way. And so um, I want them to, to do what's best for them. And like I said, I'm not going to be upset any other way just because I'm super proud and super excited for these guys. So, Bain, is that something that uh, you as teammates discuss pretty often or at least uh, frequently heading into this time of year, like whether it's a, talking with Caleb Cali or any of these other guys about draft and processes or anything, or does everyone kind of keep to themselves until they make those decisions and decide to go through those processes? Kind of keep it to yourself. I'm going really, I'm going to the locker room talking about it because you never know what's going to happen. The draft process is a super crazy thing. And, um, you know, you have no idea what's going to, um, you know, what could happen and, um, where you could go, or you know, if you don't get picked, it's just a bunch of um, you know a bunch of different scenarios that could play out, and so um, you just have to be able to, to stay open-minded and um, as you go through it. But no, we really don't talk about it a lot in the uh, locker room. Well, being back home, also, Peyton, you're uh, you're close to your brother, and talking about going through some processes, uh, I'm sure he leans on you as as he gets through his career and and sees what his next move is going to be. So. How how those conversations between the brothers whenever you're uh, he's leaning on you for you know some some information to see about taking some steps in his career? Yeah, I mean I'm super well. You know I'm I, I love my little brother. He's like a best friend to me, and so um, you know we're super super close. And so um, he's actually probably helping me right now a lot more than I'm helping him. He's actually went through uh, he uh, had uh, TJ surgery and Tommy John surgery in his UCL, and then he t- comes around next year in football. He uh, tears his ACL, and so, um, you know, he's been through these injuries, and, you know, he knows what it's like, and um, I've, I've leaned on him the past couple of days, and even when I found out the news about my shoulder, um, I, I called him straight up, and, you know, he told me how it was going to be, but, um, yeah, he's actually, him and my dad just left this morning, they're going to Houston to play some ball, but, um, you know, he's a, he's a really good ball player, he's finally just being able to get healthy and stuff, which I'm super happy for him, but, um, you know, whenever he has questions about baseball, whatever it is, um, you know, we do a really good job of communicating about ball and, um, you know, just in, in general life stuff. So um, we definitely lean on each other for sure. Well, we'll just kind of turning the page to next year, too. I know that uh, the roster's not set in stone as far as who's going to be doing what for you guys' team, but uh, you're going to be back. You know, you think about Hagen Smith being back, Brady Tiger being back. Uh, there's going to be a lot of good pieces, especially in the pitching that's going to be back next year. Just how do you feel about going into next year, the guys that are coming back, the guys that could potentially get into the team, and just uh, where the, the mindset and the and the whole mentality is going to be for this team next year? Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Um, you know, it's always – you never know what you're going to kind of get. And we were very fortunate this past year of the players that we got. Um, they were super – really super good dudes. And um, they were able to uh, – we were able to all just come together, come together close um, super early and – you know, hopefully that's something that you always want to have as a team. But you know, it's going to be it's going to be some young guys, but the guys that are coming in are super ultra talented. Um, so we're looking forward to it. You know, whoever comes back, whoever gets drafted, um, high school or college transfers, whatever it is. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and, and we're going to be super excited to uh, get back out there and meet all the guys. What was Coach Van Horn's message as the season ended, and and then spending it forward to what's to come here in the next couple of months? Uh, yeah, I mean, he said he had, we had a really good season. Um, you know, it could have been a, a better season um, as far as postseason-wise, but uh, he was just proud of us. And, um, you know, so we had a team meeting Wednesday, live surgery Wednesday, so I wasn't there. So that's kind of really all I know um, that he did say to the team just because I wasn't there in the team meeting. So. Well, Peyton, uh, also just this past year, I know, again, nobody wanted it to come to an end this early, but just you as a player, as an individual, when you look back on this season – how are you going to remember it? How, is there certain moments that stand out? Is it just going to be a general thought? Just when you think of the 2023 Arkansas Razorback baseball team, what are the things you're going to remember? Well, first off, I'm going to remember my teammates for the type of guys they were. Um, they, we had so many guys in the locker room that were better people than they were baseball players. And when you get guys like that, um, you're bound to have some sort of success like we did this year. And um, that's what I'm really going to miss the most. I'm going to miss a lot of these guys in the locker room. And, um, but, you know, I'm also going to, um, you know, some of the things I'm going to think about is just kind of like a year of adversity for me. Um, uh, I, I played, I felt like I played really well preseason. And um, when my shoulder started bothering me, pretty much all SD play just kind of went downhill. But I'm a firm believer in 
uh, you have to fail before you succeed. And so, um, you know, there was a lot of guys that were able to get um, experience, experience and um, play time that maybe wouldn't have if we didn't have some injuries and stuff. But um, we're looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to it next year and just to be able to go back out there. But um, you know, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of um, lessons that I learned from this year, and um, you know, I'm just super excited for these guys and their uh, career and futures. Well, Peyton, I know that you're going to be rehabbing. You're going to be going into recovery. But this summer, do you have any plans, anything set, any vacations, anything with the family, with the girlfriend, anything like that that uh, you're going to be able to look forward to? Uh, I mean, I'm doing one thing. Uh, my brother actually plays in a baseball tournament in Nashville. So I'm going to go up there. And I think it's like June 29th through like July 4th. So I'm going to go up there and um, support him and, um, you know, do some cool things in Nashville. So that'll be fun. Um, but other than that, not really, man. I really want to get this shoulder back to, um, you know, where it was and, and healthy and stuff. And, you know, by all means, that's what I'm going to do. Well, we hope that uh, you're healthy enough there during tailgating season, man, because uh, we're going we're gonna to need you back, man. We're going to need we're gonna need to keep it rolling for another year this football season, all right? For sure, for sure. I'll be back for that. All right. Well, hey, Peyton, hey, we appreciate you. We appreciate you joining us all season long, man, and uh, it's always great to talk with you, and good luck through the surgery and to the recovery, and we look forward to having you back on next season, man, and being able to talk uh, ball with you once again. Appreciate it, guys. I'll talk to you all next year as well. All right, appreciate it. Again, that was Peyton Stovall, Razorback second baseman, joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Thanks to A-State Construction, and a huge shout-out to them uh, for uh, making it possible for us to have Peyton on uh, this season, and I look forward to having him on next year again. So uh, I felt bad, man, because he was just like, yeah, I haven't slept. I haven't been taking all this medicine. <laughs> and I was just like, you, you, man, he could have just said, hey, what, can you guys get me next week and all that? We would have been fine with it. But No, he's a guy that, it. that sticks to his, his obligations mm-hmm. and uh, his commitments, and he made a commitment, so he, he saw that through. Yeah, I think it just shows the toughness of him and uh, what uh, uh, he's going to have to go through and all that, which – uh, you know, he posted a picture on social media of uh, you know just the what it looked like with the you know the surgery marks and all that, and then being in the cast and all that too. So, I mean, I'm sure it's painful, but I also couldn't imagine you know just not being able to use you know your your arms in that way too. Which I know Randy Rainwater just here. Uh, I mean, not the same surgery, but he's you know had to be in a cast, and you know I see the difficulties I could have just you know not being able to be as mobile, especially as you're a young college athlete too imagine the frustrations that also come along with it but seems like he's got a good mindset of it good mentality of it moving forward trying to get better so he's gonna work hard to make sure he gets back on the field as soon as possible mm-hmm. yeah you mentioned his brother his brother's really good i mean it's almost like it runs in the family or something like that but <laughs> uh but uh, yeah his i know his brother uh, plays football and, and, and baseball and, and everything too now so. that's going to be interesting and and didn't really want to take peyton there right. as far as what he really likes and what he really wants to do but yeah he is a multi-sport athlete so he could play baseball on the college level but you never know he could play football on the college level well I mean, hopefully uh either sam Pittman or dave van horns are making those calls to see if uh that'd be something that uh he could come and take his talents to favor once again so but yeah we again we appreciate peyton being on with us and uh, he said it's good to catch up with him each and every week, and he's been great. In fact, uh, we're going to make it three in a row, three years in a row that Peyton's going to be joining us in on the baseball season. So that's a, that's another cool element of it, too, is uh get to have it each and every year. We can count on him. And you know, with Hunter Holland, he, who came on with us uh, not the entire year, but a good bit of it, uh, we'll see if uh, he'll be able to return next year, even though probably going pro. But still, hey, if he decides to come back to Arkansas, Definitely we'll have uh, an open invitation to join us here on Out of Bounds each and every week as well. So a lot of great players that will be there too. Uh, let's see, on Twitter, we had a few people that uh, were chiming in. This comes from Robert. He says, guys, really have enjoyed the Peyton Stovall interviews all season long. He's done a great job of telling it like it is, but also sounding really highly intelligent about the game of baseball. Really great interviews all year long. Keep up the good work and look forward to hearing from him again next year. So... Appreciate that, Robert. Yeah, we uh, we appreciate uh, Stovall coming on with us as well. And then uh, this one comes from a guy just named Old Man, but it says, "Get well soon. We're ready for 2024. Looking forward to seeing you." So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a few people giving the uh, giving the old uh, old Stovey his uh, his due when it comes to the support because he even said that on Twitter too when he posted about the the surgery and, and everything and. Uh, I think that, of course, he was just updating everybody. He says, thank you to Razorback Nation for your unwavering support all season and looking forward to next year. So he understands that uh, the fans are always, uh, you know, on his side and looking forward to seeing them next year and the support that they give, too. So 
Uh, cool to see him, uh, you know, giving a shout out to the fans as well. Because uh, I guess I was also, I, again, I didn't want to ask him about it, but I, it, so if the season was still going on and he had the surgery and uh, if Arkansas was like playing today, yeah, man, you know, he, well, he, how would that work? Well, he did mention that um, a while back that when they were trying to get the the date nailed down, that it most likely would be sometime around Super Regional time mm-hmm. and that he would miss that time with the team. But if they did continue on, then he would be back with the team. Right. I was just I was just thinking, like, watching it on TV, how mad I would be as an athlete. Like, sitting there and then watching it and then, like, yelling at the TV and being like, oh, that's not a strike. You know, just you know, getting after the umpires and everything. Uh uh, yeah, it's but that, I mean, hey, listen, it, you got to do what you got to do, and uh, the fact that because Arkansas is not playing anymore, so it doesn't matter. But I, I, I'm, I guarantee you, he would be glued to a television and watching his team uh, try to try to take it to the next step and the next level too. I also wanted to ask him if he watches any college baseball now, like if they're not in it or if he's still interested in it. Um, I would. Baseball be. player, so sure, there's there's some interest in baseball, whether that's college baseball or MLB. But being a baseball player, he loves the game. And I guess he probably has friends that play at other teams, I would assume he so. He does, yeah. 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 So. He's, he's mentioned that before. Uh, Rock Reggio is one of his friends. He's not playing anymore, but, uh, yeah, that's always such a fascinating thing when it almost blew people's minds when he said on air, he's like, yeah, he's a friend of mine. Right. Like, Couldn't think of, like, two more opposite <laughs> guys out there on the field than them. But, yeah, it's, uh, again, really appreciate A-State Construction making it possible for us here on Out of Bounds each and every week, joined by Peyton Stovall. So we'll take a commercial break when we come back. Get some more of your phone calls and messages, some other headlines going on in the sports world, and keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on Easy Friday Show, so stay with us. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. Improve and upgrade your home with a True Service Home Equity Loan. Apply online at trueservice.net. Sports Center. Game four of the NBA Finals between the Nuggets and the Heat is tonight. Denver holds a 2-1 lead in the series, just two games away from winning their first ever NBA Finals. Six of the last ten times the team has took a 2-1 lead in the Finals, they have ended up losing the series. The past two Finals that has happened, the Celtics held a 2-1 lead over the Warriors and the Suns held a 2-1 lead over the Bucks. A 2-1 lead used to be nearly insurmountable as from 1979 to 2005, the 22 teams that took a 2-1 lead went on to win the Finals. Tip tonight is set for 7.30. Coverage can be heard on the buzz it can be seen on abc and the super regionals for ncaa baseball start today you can catch all of those games on the espn networks i'm christian weaver with the buzz radio network little rock this is a concert ticket giveaway announcement this thursday night at 7 p.m during the all-new thursday night sports trivia brewskies is going to be giving away two tickets to see the dropkick murphys on october 3rd at simmons arena you must be present to win this thursday may 25th so come check out the all-new thursday night sports trivia and you might even walk out with two free tickets to see dropkick murphys at simmons arena on october 3rd stick around after trivia for the best karaoke party in town starting up at 9 p.m and drink specials that go all night long brewskies you home for lunch happy hour and late night. The great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Double B's is a locally owned business serving Arkansans for over 50 years. Unlike chain retailers, Double B's keeps more money in our local economies, making our Arkansas communities stronger. International companies buying up Arkansas businesses know or care nothing about Arkansas. And the decisions they make in distant boardrooms will not reflect the concerns of Arkansans. Double B's employs local workers at good wages and serves primarily local consumers. Local, not global. Arkansans, 
not Canadians. Make a statement to support the natural state by supporting Doublebees, an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. We stand for Arkansas because we live in Arkansas. Doublebees, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. It's Justin Acre for Certipro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, Certipro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at Certipro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal house. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just Just committed suicide. Shut up, man. On 1037 The Buzz. Yo, remember back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the day Is it Optimus the king? Yo, it's about a thing, uh, yo, yo, Friday show here on Out of Bounds. Almost as easy as Guatney Chevrolet when it comes to all of your vehicle needs, folks. Every time that I go out to Guatney Chevrolet, I get consistency. I get people that are going to take care of me when it comes to their service department, find the problem with the vehicle, take care of that problem, and get me back on the road as soon as possible. But it's also going to be the same when it comes to the car buying experience. When I went to Guatney Chevrolet, They took care of me right out of the gate. They walked up to me. They laid it out. They asked me what I wanted, what I'm looking at, what I can afford, all those things. And they had all the options available with the great inventory that they have. That's the way it should be. No pressure, kind, friendly, and easy. That's how it should be. And that's what you get at Guatney Chevrolet. That's why I bought my vehicle from there. I love my Chevy Silverado. I wouldn't trade it in for the world. But hey, if I wanted to trade it in, though, I'd go to Guatney Chevrolet because they're still buying vehicles. And they're still giving you great, great numbers when it comes to the trade-in value to where you can get you something nice. Whether it's a new vehicle, whether it's a pre-owned vehicle, they're good enough for mom. They got it all. So check out Guadney Chevrolet today at the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, right there conveniently located at 1301 TPY Drive. And if you can't make it out to the lot, go to their website, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see the inventory that they have available there as well. No matter what it is when it comes to your car buying needs, check it out with Guadney Chevrolet and Guadney Chevrolet. And it's an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. And we've been uh, talking about a lot of different things that uh, have been coming up in the sports world. And I love this notification I just got, Joe, from ESPN. And I, I, I love it as in the way it makes me laugh. This is exactly what this headline says. Aaron Rodgers wraps up a, quote, fun OTAs with perfect attendance and bright outlook on his first season. Well, he hasn't had that in a while. He hasn't had any kind of perfect attendance, so that is a change. Yeah, that's why I laughed about it, because I'm like, the fact that it says has to say perfect attendance just because he has been known to where they hadn't had perfect attendance at the OTAs uh, kind of shows it uh, why it is a story and how much fun that he had. So, <laughs> like, hopefully that's a good sign. Hopefully, you know, he's had so much success when he hasn't gone to all the OTAs. Hopefully the time where he does go to all the OTAs, doesn't end up being a, a bad thing or bad omen or anything like that. But uh, I guess he's having fun, so that's a that's a good sign, I guess. Off to a good start. Yeah. says, uh, in fact, uh, the quote was, the last six weeks have been about the most fun I've had in a while. So take that for Yeah, what else is. is he supposed to say, though? <laughs> yeah, the last six <laughs> weeks have uh, I've had better last six weeks. It hasn't been that great. It's whatever. Yeah, you weren't going to expect him to say that. But still, just a funny, uh, funny little deal there. And uh, also another headline, I meant to bring this up, because uh, we've talked about 
like this time of year in the off season, you'll have like rule changes and adjustments and things of that nature. Well, in this particular case in college basketball, uh, the NCAA is tweaking how block and charge calls are made in men's basketball. I almost want to call them the Jalen Williams rules because it seems like ever since Jalen Williams played, uh, they've had a, a lot of people saying and wanting some sort of adjustments to the rules and how they've been changed. But they did approve them yesterday where they require a defender to be in position to draw a charge at the time the offensive player plants his foot to go airborne for a shot. If the defender arrives after the player has planted his foot, the officials have been instructed to call it a block where there is contact because before, defenders had to be in a position to draw a charge before the offensive player went airborne under previous rules. So So it it just makes it harder to be able to get those calls in your favor if you're trying to draw the charge, which in some cases will make players less likely to try to get in position to take those charges. It says they also made the proposal after NCAA members complained that too many charges were being called in those types of plays. But the panel also approved reviews of basket interference calls during the next media timeout if the official called it on the floor. A shot clock reset to 20 seconds on an offensive rebound that hits the rim and players being allowed to wear any number between 0 and 99. Think about that. 0 and 99. Any player can wear a number now. You can have uh, all different types of crazy numbers going on. Yeah, it's a difference in college basketball, so we'll see if some players take advantage of that this upcoming season. But it's out of the norm, so right away it may not take off. Yeah, I kind of wish it would. Because what, what was it the whole thing is that they said because the officials, when they would do a foul call, they can only have like five fingers or whatever. So that's like 55 would be the highest you could go and yeah. all of that. So, so that's something that's been around for a long time for college basketball. But even if you go to the lower levels, levels and you're talking about youth sports, when you first start playing basketball, if there's a, a team of 10 players – most of the time, they're going to have to be numbered one through ten. Yeah, just be, just to make it really simple. Really, well, see, that, but I always wondered. I was like, well, how does the NBA do it? You know, because they they if, how many, how long have they had numbers that have been above the fives? Like, I mean, Dennis Rodman was ninety one. Like, it's been a long time, so they were able to figure it out. Why couldn't college basketball figure it out and, and make it work? It's one of those things that goes back to wanting to see some differences in each game as far as when. You go up a level, so if there are differences in college sports compared to pro sports, whether that's NFL or NBA, some of those are, are fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, number changes have been, uh, whether it's football because you've had zeros now get approved, and now with college basketball, they've been kind of just saying, all right, everybody can kind of do what you want to do. You know, have, your, have your own number and do it the way you want to do it. That's something that probably has come along with NIL and some of the other, even though they're not connected, but... That's just another way of advancing the game. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Also, a timeout will be granted to an airborne player with possession of the ball. So if he's jumping in the air and calls a timeout, it counts. He can't. It doesn't have to be planted. Uh, But this is also my favorite. Now, I do like the fact that when they took that away um, in the NBA, for the most part, because you you find players falling out of bounds and they're calling timeout, and it's like, come on, man. Yeah. (laughs) Like you don't, you can't grant that every time. Yeah, it's like throwing you a life preserver right when you're about to about to get out of bounds there. Uh, but also another rule I, I like this one because because it's it's funny the way it's worded. But a non-student bench personnel will be allowed to serve as peacekeepers on the floor if an altercation occurs. So it can't be a student athlete or a student manager. It okay. has to be either a coach or assistant coach, something like that. To that keep. makes sense too. Because we hear about players getting suspended whenever they kind of interact with something that's going on or if they leave the bench area. So that prevents that from happening and somebody trying to use that excuse that, no, I was trying to be the peacemaker there. No, you stay where you should be, and then we don't have to worry about extra bodies getting involved if there is some kind of altercation. So it's the same way in the NBA when it comes to like who, who can go out and on the court. Is it just coaches and staff? Those Because players can't leave the leave the bench area. Yeah, if players leave the bench area, that's automatically they're automatically getting ejected. Man, yeah. All because of the malice at the Palace. Uh, was always at the Spurs and Suns, that NBA playoff series where uh, I guess those are the Suns Robert players. Rory. Yeah, when he hip-checked uh, Steve Nash. And then, like the Suns play, a few Suns players kind of got up and left the bench a little bit, and they got ejected and couldn't play the next game. That was brutal. 
It's absolutely brutal. But I mean, I get the rule. You didn't. I mean, that's what happens when events like the malice at the palace happens. Is you have a lot of over, maybe overcorrecting, but a lot of rules that get put into place. Well, if rules are stated, then everybody understands exactly what those rules say, and and that's why they outline them like that, and they put the wording in there to make it known that we we aren't going to have any exceptions with this. If if you leave the bench area, no matter what reason you have for leaving the bench area. These are the consequences. Yeah. Again, I, I get it. And I think that, for the most part, everybody's come along and been fine with it. I don't think there's been any other major issues of, of people leaving the bench for, you know, whether it's to go and help out in an altercation or whatever, uh, but having any issue with it. So I guess it's a, it's a rule that works out. But uh, I like that college basketball is at least trying to adapt some of those things and some of those rules, too, to uh, try to combat that, too, and trying to, trying to make it not exactly like the NBA, but get a little bit closer to how they call those rules, too. So... Because I was thinking about the, I was watching a highlight the other day. I remember when college basketball had thirty-five second shot clocks. Like and that was just like ten years ago. But I was like, man, that's such a long time. That is, that's such a long time. You allow teams to be able to just milk the clock, especially if they build a big lead, then they don't have to shoot for a long time. Yeah, because if you think about it, like if you have twenty possessions in a game, like in just say in a, in a half, or fifteen possessions in a half. I mean, that extra five seconds adds up over time. Where I mean, that ends up being, was it, I guess, a minute, minute 15 for just having that extra five seconds that you could hold the ball or you could, you know, do something with it. So yeah. it adds up over time. But, just, but, you know, going on some of those differences, that is a good difference because if you make it to the highest level, now you only have 24 seconds to shoot as opposed to 30. Yeah. Going from that 11 second difference is a long time. It's a big difference there. So I'm glad they changed that. Now, if they could only change the stupid two halves and having four quarters. There's still no discussion about that. No, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I don't understand it. Or I think advancing the ball on a timeout's a good one, too. Like, but but those do go hand in hand. So I mean, yeah. Not that you couldn't do it by playing halves, but that's something that would go along with adjusting and making it four quarters as opposed to two halves. Now you can advance the ball because they do it in women's college basketball. And, and have you heard any complaints? Have you heard anybody saying, "Man, I hate the way that it's four quarters, and I hate how we had, when we time, call timeouts, we don't we advance the ball." No, you haven't heard any complaints about it. So just stop being the only one, and whether it's junior high, little league, NBA, whatever, you're the only one that does halves. You need to stop that. You need to move on. You need to do something differently there. But I'm sure that there's some reason. I just wish that I don't even know who would, we would tradition. Talk to. I guess would be the reason for college basketball. That's the only thing that. You would think to why they're holding on to it. Yeah, because it's not like you lose like commercial breaks or anything. Like you still get commercials. You, you still, you know, you have that extra break in time, and you know, you, instead of doing the under sixteen, under twelve, whatever, you just what is it? The under five, I guess, in women's basketball is how they do it. The ten and then under five, and I think it's how it's done. If I'm not mistaken, when it comes to media timeouts, you wouldn't lose any commercials. Right, is the point. <laughs> you wouldn't lose any money on that. They. They have a uh, ten-minute quarter, so it wouldn't be. Th- it would be something different, but yeah, they, something to that. They yeah. they've adjusted to having quarters as opposed to halves. Yeah, well, apparently the men can't. Too much to ask out of them, but at least they're trying to change some of the rules that they needed to be changed. Either way, we're up against it though. Final segment coming up, three and out. Won't want to miss it. And once we get done with that, we're sending you off to the weekend and get ready for drive time sports. So stay with us on the other side of the break here on Out of Bounds. family for capital business machines it's real important to keep going what uh, our dad has started he had a good reputation and we want to continue that reputation business is about relationships and i think a lot of times it gets too corporate too internet too impersonal and we want to continue that legacy that that our dad has has started treat people right and they'll take care of you too contact us today for a free document assessment at catbiz.com 
At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oakland Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bear, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of Weed Killer Roundup. Call our Weed Killer Cancer Hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, even if the loved one is passed away, call 800-816-2198 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-816-2198. 800-816-2198. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Your Arkansas Travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at HogsMeatMarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into and a uh, shout-out to uh, this Johns Hopkins pitcher who threw a 106-pitch complete game and sent John Ho- Johns Hopkins to the national championship game uh, and just how impressive it was. And Keith Law, do you know who Keith Law is? He's like that guy on Twitter. It's a baseball guy. He's you know, always kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't call him sinister, but he's always very, uh, <clears throat> how do I work it? He's like traditional, almost in the annoying way. You know, like he's always against everything type of deal. Well, anyways, 
He had, he had it happen. And uh, Keith Law says, no MLB p- pitcher has thrown more than 150 pitches in a game this century because it's bad for arms. <clears throat> so I was like, okay. So <laughs> this pitcher, who ended up uh, responding saying, well, it was my last game as a college baseball player. I'm a fifth-year grad student. I'm looking to send my team as a winner-take-all game. I don't think anything's wrong with this at the end of the day. It was my call, and I can do anything that I want to do. So got dunked on and looked really good doing it. Grant Williams, Celtics forward, he had hand surgery. Now he's expected to be fully recovered by the start of NBA training camp in the fall. He originally hurt his hand in March, and we saw that the Celtics got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and he played all the way through dealing with that hand injury. But after the season's over, he had surgery and uh now he's expected to be fully recovered when they hit camp and get ready for the next nba season andy reed is awesome he loves his food and in fact uh he broke down the food that he was served at their white house visit and uh he did it in the most andy reed way ever french toast grilled cheese and ham sandwich that they sprinkled a little bit of powdered sugar on i mean it was phenomenal uh, the guys were and it was there was abundance of this, uh, and and then they had uh, chicken fingers, exotic chicken fingers, and then maybe the best part was they had, uh, which I hadn't seen before, but little bite-sized squares of the heart of the watermelon. I love the fact that he said exotic chicken fingers. Like now he said chicken fingers. Oh, wait, hold on, exotic chicken fingers. So I'd love to know what those uh, were different like, but Andy Reid definitely enjoyed his food over there at their White House visit recently. White House chefs are uh, one of a kind. They're top of the line, so that's what you get. Mm -hmm. You're treated well. Aaron Judge is going to the IL for the Yankees. He's going to miss some games. He's expected to miss at least 10 days, but there's no timeline on his return so far. So he's dealing with a a toe injury, and uh, he missed a few games before they decided best thing would be to go on the IL and and miss at least 10 days, but he could miss a lot more time. So a funny little uh, video that was out by uh, on TikTok for Selena Gomez. Uh, she was uh, People were saying that she went to this random soccer game, and she was at a soccer game, and she was just yelling out to some of the players that, I'm single. Just letting them know that she is single. Well, clearly joking and having some fun with it, too, but definitely got the attention of a lot of those soccer players that were out there and made for a really funny moment from her as well. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, I like, you know, say what you want about certain celebrities, but I like when things like this happen, when they just have a good time and kind of, you know, normalize themselves a little bit and look pretty relatable. Because if I was one of those soccer players, I probably would have taken her up on the offer and tried to find out if she actually was single or not. Speaking of dating news, Josh Allen, he's had uh, the Madden cover here recently, but... Also, it came out that he and Haley Steinfeld are dating. Nice. And uh, that's a difference, though, because Josh Allen was seen before the season started last year, and uh, yeah. he was hanging out. Oh, yeah, it was, it was right at the beginning of the season. He was seen hanging out at the Padres game last year, but he was with his longtime girlfriend at that time. So there's been a status change yeah. there where he was single for a bit, and now he's dating Haley Steinfeld. The thing is, is I wouldn't really know Haley Steinfeld from when she played the kid on True Grit. But I'm sure no, she's done other things, but that's literally the only thing I've ever like watched her in. But She was in Transformers. The newest one that just came out? or She was or, in one before. One before. Okay, all right. Well, I know she's done things. In, does she sing, too, or is she just Yeah, she does. Okay. Yep. okay. Well, Talented. Makes it work, then. Uh, not surprising, I'm sure, for anybody that's gotten married. I have not in my life, at least not yet. Can't believe it, right? Uh, but according to the studies for this past year, the average wedding cost $29,000. Uh, it says that it basically costs everything more than it did before the pandemic. The only thing that is actually cheaper now than it was before the pandemic in a wedding is groom's attire. Because for whatever reason, they're 3% cheaper than what it was in 2019. But the uh, prices of weddings just keep going up and up and up, and 29000 is the average. More relationship news. Bill Murray, 72 years old, he's in a new relationship with Khalees, the milkshake singer. And uh, so Bill Murray, he's 72. Khalees is 43. And they were seen out recently in London. And they've been traveling the world together. thought you were about to say that at 72, he's having a kid. Just like uh, Robert De Niro and uh, Al Pacino out there, yeah, too. Maybe next. Yeah, might, might, might be next in the process. Uh, another study in a survey shows that 66% of Americans have a negative view about tipping. 
mostly because they're annoyed about how it's handled. 30% say that they think they think the tipping culture has gotten out of control. It says, in theory, tipping should be something that makes you feel good, but some people are starting to say that it makes them feel bad because they feel like they get criticized if they don't bet the tip the right amount. And if they go over the top, people think it's too much. But if they go under, the people get frustrated. They think the math is always wrong. It depends on how good the service was. There's a lot of things that go into it, but most people are getting sick and tired of how it's treated, how it's handled. They just want to tip whatever they want to tip and be left alone. 66% of Americans feel that way. Brian Cranston said that he wants to retire from acting by 2026. And he says the reason for it is he wants to spend more time with his wife and also let his wife kind of lead the direction on what she wants to do he says for the last 24 years robin has been led has led her life holding on to me she's been my plus one she's been the wife of a celebrity she's had to pivot and adjust her life based on mine she's been tremendous and now i want to level that out it's what she deserves so I saw this uh, a video where someone's going on a, a helicopter ride, and we know that, the, of course, the pilot is the tour guide of where they were going, but apparently there's this thing called the death lever in a helicopter. And what it is is that if you pull this lever, the, uh, uh, what do you call them, the, not propellers, but the, what are the things that are on the helicopter, that's... It's it's like the not the wings, not the propeller, rudder. the rudder. Yeah, like the things that could, like, shoots out the different like wings or whatever it is. I should know what it's called. I can't believe I don't. But uh, the road makes the rotor break essentially is what it does. But uh, the uh, pilot got mad at the tourist because the tourist just kind of held on to it, didn't do it, but held on to it, and he started screaming at him. And I don't blame him for doing it. But my question is, is why do you have that so close? Because it was like really close to where the passenger's sitting. Why is it so close to where the passenger's at? Don't do that or do anything. I mean, I'm not big on helicopters anyways. I'm not going to ride it any. But after seeing that video, it's like, I don't even know why you would even have that letter for one. And two, why would it be so close to the tourists that you're flying around? The Malibu home, once owned by Rod Stewart, is on the market again. And it's on the market for almost 50 mil. And it is, if you check out the video of the house, you can see why it's worth so much. And it's right there on the water. Great views. But it's on the market again. And... We'll see who steps up next to buy that house for 50 mil. Have you heard of the uh, the baby Gronk? Have you heard of this thing? No. I haven't either. And apparently it's this social media viral guy who's a younger kid who just looks like Gronk and kind of acts like Gronk, but he's a kid. Well, he just got on Instagram and got a picture and a video with uh, with uh, Livy Dunn. So uh, he's made it, Everybody check that out yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's uh, quite the thing, and he has quite the haircut on him for sure. Appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel. Next Monday, have a great weekend, everybody, and stay tuned. We got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure,